Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. Join me as we have a real life discussion on how to change your life by changing your thoughts. Remember, question everything, trust yourself, and find your truth. Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. My name is Sloan Fremont, and I'm your host. This week, we're going to talk about 150 ways to take your power back right now. Right now, right this minute. So I've made this really long list. I think it's roughly 150 things here, and I I may go uh, off on different tangents here (laughs) as I record. But, you know, right now as I'm recording this, it's the 23rd of January in 2021, and there's still so much craziness going on. And I think for a lot of us, it's hard to really understand what actually is going on right now. Things are not adding up. Things don't make sense. Things are, has everybody kind of scratching their head? Like, uh, is this real? Like, is this actually our reality? And so what I was finding with my own self is I was buying right back into the drama again, right? I was buying right back into the uh, the fear, the anxiety, the uncertainty, you know, and I'm done with that. Like you probably are as well. I, I'm just done. I, I, I Once again, I'm done. I know um, I feel like I've said that many times throughout this past year, but that, that's kind of how this goes, right? We get in this um, this this confidence stage, right? And then sometimes things happen and we're not so confident anymore, right? We get, we do fall into that. And so I really wanted to talk about that this week, just 150 ways to take your power back right now to inspire you, to motivate you, to shift your reality back to you, right? Pulling your power back to you and showing how that you can start doing some of these little things just a little bit at a time and how quickly you will start to feel better when you make the decision to take your own power back. So I've divided these into seven different categories that I'm calling them. So it's health, finance, relationships, career, personal growth, spiritual, and then the last one is what I'm calling like fun or like live like living life, right? Like living and, and having fun. So I'm going to start with health and then I'll just roll right through these. Like I said, there's 150, so there's quite a few. So and as you listen to this, just think about the ones that stand out to you, right? Think about what like rings your bell kind of, right? That makes you kind of like, yeah, that sounds good to me, right? And as I'm talking through these, just make your list. And and if you're not in a place, if you're driving or something and not in a place where you can write, then just mentally note some of these things. And after you're done listening to this, decide what you want to do with that, right? Decide what you want to do. At the beginning of each of these categories, I have a, a statement that says, decide what it means for you and work towards that. So decide what each of the categories mean for you. Decide what that, what health, for example, means for you. Because it may mean something different to me than it does to you. And that's fine. Um, But you've got to decide what it is for you. And so, um, all right, so I'm just going to get right in here. All right, so the first one is health. And like I said, the first the first point, decide what health means for you and work towards that. Because it's not the same for everybody and it doesn't have to be. And that's okay. Go for a walk, get some exercise, get a physical, right? If you haven't been to the doctor for a while, going to going to the doctor, actually, you know, taking that step to care for yourself and get a physical, get a blood test, see if there's anything that you're deficient in that you can, uh, you know, supplement with. And, and when I say get a physical or go to the doctor, I'm not 
necessarily meaning that you're going to the doctor to get on, you know, some big pharma medication. But if there is a, a doctor in your area that you trust, you know, taking care of your health, like taking the lead in your health and not being afraid to look outside of the box is is super important. I talked about this last week about direct primary care. I've actually talked also about this in my Telegram channel. Um, that to me has been a way that I've taken my power back with my health care for my personal self because um, it's a much better better way for me. So get a physical, turn on some music and dance. Take a hot bath and use the special products, right? The, the products that we save for the special day. But why not make today the special day and use the products? Meditate. Take a nap. Drink more water. Start taking vitamins. Pick one to two th- things that you want to improve on and incorporate that into your daily life. This for me has been a, a really helpful tip to really get my, start navigating my days better. I have, there's, for me, it's, um, roughly four things that I do every day that help me help me stay on track, help keep me centered, especially right now, being at home a lot, not going and doing anything really, um, having a, a, a you know an idea of what you're moving towards for health for yourself and keeping yourself accountable to those things every day are a great way to take your power back. Try a new exercise. Buy some comfortable shoes for exercise, right? There's nothing worse than working out, you know, even going for a walk or something and not having the right shoes. And that also means having, I think, comfort in having the right clothes that you're wearing, right? Exercise clothes that you feel good in, that you feel, you know, they're not too small, they're not too tight, they're not too big, right? They feel good on you. Like having that kind of stuff, being able to move your body in ways that feel good and also have the right equipment for yourself when you do that. Clear things out that you wear that don't feel good. This is a big, for me, I know I found this one super helpful mentally for like my mental health. When I would go into the closet and I would look at these clothes that I hated, they either didn't fit or I didn't like the way they fit, yet there they were staring at me every time I went to the closet. So cleaning all that stuff out, getting rid of it, it's no longer, you don't need it. If you were, if you were saving it for someday, you know, thinking, you know, if, if I lose weight, I'll get into this or, you know, maybe if I, um, you know, whatever the reason is, clearing that kind of stuff out, even if you don't necessarily have to get rid of it, but taking it out of your visual, you know, every day so you're not being reminded of it is is super helpful. Try a new recipe. Cook with an ingredient that you've never used before, right? Be, be willing to open yourself up to different things that you maybe thought you didn't like before. Maybe try it again, right? I, I actually had this happen. Uh, I I think I've told this story on here where... I've loved Mountain Dew since I was a kid. Like it was, I've always drank it. It's just always been a thing for me and I don't care what other people think about it. I've always loved it. Uh, And I had this experience recently where I was, I ordered my groceries and they gave me the wrong order when I went to pick it up. They gave me somebody completely different order. And in the order was two 12 packs of LaCroix. Okay. I've never liked that. I felt like, oh my God, this is terrible. Like, this is so gross, you know, right? Because I'm used to drinking Mountain Dew, which is heavy, you know, heavy sugar, like syrupy, like, you know, really has a bite to it. So I, I bring these groceries in, right? Because they, they end up telling me to keep them and they corrected the order and, and it got straightened out. But I had these two 12 packs of LaCroix and I was like, well, maybe I should just give them away. And then I was like, no, you know, I'm going to try these. I'm just going to try and see if I like it. And I tried it. I, passion fruit, I think, was the first one I tried. And I was kind of like, mm, I don't like this. <laughs> but I had a couple in the refrigerator. So over the next couple of days, I just tried it. I Instead of drinking Mountain Dew, I had those. 
Now, I will tell you, I have, I think, eight, 12 packs of LaCroix downstairs in my kitchen because I tried something new and I ended up liking it. Like at first I was kind of like, nah, but once I, I don't know, cleared out that what I was used to with Mountain Dew, um, I've completely dropped that. Not, not, I won't say completely because I still, I think I had a couple since then, but switching over to something else that I didn't think I like. And it was funny the way that whole thing came about because I got the wrong grocery order. So don't be afraid to try something new or don't be afraid to cook with an ingredient that you've never used before. Create a stretching routine. This is something I do every day as I talked about my the four to five things I do every day. A stretching routine for me is something that's super important. Um, I, I feel so much better after I do that. Take breaks when you need to, both mentally and physically, right? Health isn't just, you know, the bot, what you can see. It's also what's going on inside. So being able to to take those breaks when you need to, not get overloaded, like I talked about at the beginning of the show, like with, you know, the fear, the anxiety, you know, having limits for yourself and knowing when you get to that point, I'm done, right? I'm done. I'm not, I'm not entertaining this anymore for me because I, I'm feeling terrible and, and it's going to stop. So taking breaks when you need to, both mentally and physically, and then also putting yourself first. I think that's one of the best ways that we can take our power back at any time is putting our needs and putting ourselves first. I mean, of course, as long as it's not, we're not harming somebody else, right, by doing that for you know, obvious reasons, but putting yourself first and, and taking that, you know, if you think about it when we're giving our power away, it's like if you think about like energy shooting out of you, like pouring out of you almost like a waterfall, like in all directions, searching for that outside thing, whatever that is, a person, a, you know, a, a, I don't know, a, a activity, a whatever it is, searching outside of yourself, like that energy is outside of you seeking for it, but when seeking, seeking it. But when you, when you pull that back in, and, and, and actually when that's happening, right, when it's, it's like this energy pouring out, that's exhausting because we're always looking for the thing to save us or the thing to help us. And so our mind is going crazy and our body is also going through this, this uh, you know, almost like depletion of our own energy in that process. But when you like plug the holes, right, like you, you, you plug those energetic holes within yourself and you pull that power back in, you become more firm when you're standing, right? You stand up straight. You, your shoulders are back, right? You're, you're, you're safe in yourself. You're safe in your own body. And being able to do that and, and putting yourself first is uh, very important for taking your power back. Okay, second category is finance. So decide your ideal financial situation and work towards that. So I... I, I taught personal finance for a long time. And one of the things I'm going to say about this whole section with finance and, and taking your power back is this is one area that people just completely, I've noticed, I'm not saying everybody does this, obviously, but it's, it's really easy to get to discourage yourself in this area of your life, right? Because depending on where you are, you may feel like you're never going to get wherever it is that you want to go, right? Maybe because you have debt or because you don't have the job that you particularly enjoy or because, you know, whatever it is. So what I will say with finance is make whatever steps in this area for yourself doable, right? Don't set yourself up for failure. Don't have it be the self-fulfilling prophecy where you're like, see, I can never do that in this area. So take the small incremental steps. So whatever that means for you, for your ideal fin financial situation, take small incremental steps that you that are possible for you and so that you can start to build that momentum in the positive direction instead of the opposite negative direction. So decide your ideal financial situation and work towards that.
pay off your debts, move towards self-employment, right? This is an excellent way to get out of the matrix. And, and a lot of these things that I'm talking about with taking back your power, uh, you know, a lot of this is meant to help you get out of the matrix. Now, there's things that were, it's not an overnight process. I, I did a full show on this called Dipping Out of the Matrix, and it's not, a, a, you know, an overnight thing. There's still things that we're going to have to, you know, that we'll continue to do that are, you know, leave us or that tie us to that matrix. But we can start breaking the easier strings that are keeping us there. So moving towards self-employment, if that's something that you are interested in, uh, that's a, a great way to take your power back because you're not relying on somebody else to, I mean, obviously you're not relying on somebody else to, um, you know, for your employment. Start, and if you're not quite ready for that, if you're not quite ready to move towards self-employment, then start a side project and sell your products or services, whatever that is, right? A really easy way to do this is, well, there's a lot of, of ways to do this, but you know, one of the easier ones is to take what you know, because everybody knows something, right? Everybody knows something. And if you know something, it's likely somebody else doesn't know that and they want to know, right? They People are seeking information all the time, right? So write an ebook about it, create a course, um, teach a course, do an online, start a group online, do a, a meetup or a Zoom meeting or something and find ways to use those skills that you have and start a side project and sell your products or services. And that also leads to creating passive income streams. So passive income is where you do something once, but you get paid for it time and time and time again. So the ebook example that I just said, if you write an ebook and you list it, you know, in the world for sale, you've written that ebook once, but it's purchased again and again and again. So you're you're earning income off of that with uh, the, the work is up front. And then after that, the residual comes in. So having multiple passive income streams like that, where you're doing things like that multiple times, that's a great way to take your power back as it relates to your finances. Buy from like-minded people that support your beliefs. Right now, the things that we're seeing in this world are um, feel very unjust for a lot of people, including myself. And I'm finding, you know, I'm no longer buying things that don't support what I believe. If, if you, um, censorship, for example, if you believe in censorship, uh, that doesn't have a place in my life and I'm not going to support that. I'm not going to support companies that support that. So taking your power back from that and being able to buy from like-minded people that support your beliefs. And really that's avoiding buying from big tech, right? Avoid buying from those big companies that, um, aren't necessarily looking out for the majority of people. Create a surplus plan, okay? Not a budget, a surplus plan. That's what I call it. And one of these days I'm going to do a, a course on this. I already have a lot of the material. I just need to put it together. But create a plan for your spending. And instead of looking at it as a budget, look at it as you're living in surplus, right? Flip the script on that and start to see it that way. And then it has to show up, right? If we're always looking at it as, this is a punishment and all this money is going out, right? And I have nothing left over, then that's what we're going to get. So flip the script, create a surplus plan. Open a savings account for something. If you don't have one, open one as just to get, you know, have extra money in savings. But if there's something you've been wanting to buy that maybe you feel like is out of your reach, open a savings account and start putting money aside, even as little as, you know, 
five, ten, fifteen, twenty dollars. And and especially if you like throughout the year, if you get extra money unexpectedly, like maybe you get a refund from for something, or you know you have a birthday and you get money or or whatever. Having a special savings account for things like that is a great way to work towards things that maybe you otherwise didn't think you could have. Fund your 401k. If you're not doing that already, that is a definitely a great way to reduce your taxable income, pay less taxes to the government, and um, also obviously benefits you in the long run. Learn about cryptocurrency. This may seem like a, I have no idea what that means and what do I even do? Right, I felt the same, but I taught myself how to do it. And it's not actually that hard. It's actually very interesting. So learn about cryptocurrency and buy Bitcoin or other types of cryptocurrency and see where it goes for you. Um, I, I'm not endorsing anything. I'm not, you know, I've nothing like that. But I found for me personally, it's been another way to differ, diversify the assets that I have. And um, yeah, it's, it's interesting to look into. Um, cut out the impulse spending, right? It's really, really easy. I was doing this a lot with Amazon. I, I no longer um, am doing that. And so cutting out impulse spending can really help with your financial situation. But then also setting aside money for impulse spending, right? Like I just talked about having an extra account for that kind of stuff is important, I think, because one of the reasons I, or one of the the ways that I saw over my years of teaching about personal finance, people failing at this was they didn't plan for these impulse spending things for themselves so that they could enjoy living, right? Nobody wants to be working all the time just to pay bills, right? And just to survive. So having this extra money aside helps when you want to be able to treat yourself and you should be able to do that. Um, Avoid going into debt if possible. Cut up credit cards that you don't use. Check your credit report. Get a, a credit report and see if there's anything on there that shouldn't be on there. Now, that is definitely a matrix step. But again, if you're looking to do some of these things and improve your situation, that may be necessary for steps for you as you move away towards towards the matrix type living. Review your expenses and see what you're no longer using but still paying for, right? Especially right now, like with a lot of things being shut down. And um, if, you know, if you're having subscriptions to things, but you're no longer using them or you have things you don't know why that, you know, you're, you haven't really paid attention, uh, take care of those things, right? Clean them up. Get, stop paying for things that you're not using. And balance your checkbook. Uh, this may seem like an outdated activity, but it is super important to do. I still do this to this day. Uh, The ATM does not know how much money that you have in your account because the ATM does not account for what you've already spent that hasn't come through. So it's super important to keep track of your spending and balancing your checkbook is a great way to do that. All right, next one, relationships. Decide your ideal relationship and work towards that, right? Decide what you want. What what type of relationship do you want? And this doesn't necessarily mean romantic. It can mean with your friends. It can mean with your family, whatever that is. But take the time to decide what that looks like for you and write it down, right? Call a friend. Call somebody, especially if you've been thinking about them and then you haven't talked to them for a while. Pick up the phone and call them. Speak up in your relationships. Assume the best in everyone. This is one of the most probably, uh, I would say important, but also life-changing things I've experienced is assuming the best in everyone instead of the worst. Shake things up in your relationships. Do something different. Try something new. Go somewhere, right? Have fun together and laugh more. Stop telling yourself stories about the other person. My boyfriend and I say this all the time. And if I'm getting into stories, he'll 
he'll call me right out and be like, why are you telling yourself these stories? And I'll do the same to him, right? Because we do this. We talk ourselves out of things or we, we talk ourselves out of the enjoyment of the relationship a lot of times because we're telling ourselves stories to protect ourselves because we don't want to get hurt. But if you want to grow in your relationship, whatever type of relationship is, you have to be willing to be open and stop telling yourself the stories that close you off. Sometimes it's better to say nothing and other times you should speak up. Learning to understand the difference, I think, is, is, is really important because both of them have equal power. Don't predict doom and gloom. This is one thing that I've noticed about myself over the years is uh, if I'm doing a future prediction, I always assume it's going to be the worst. And that is not living in my power, right? I'm taking my power back. So I'm assuming the future is working out because everything is always working out for me. Make the effort in your relationships. Know when the effort is enough because sometimes it is enough and sometimes there's no more action. Try again. Try again. Everyone wants the same thing in relationships, right? And sometimes it's just navigating how you get there together. We're all doing our best too. That kind of goes back to what I said about um, assuming the best in everyone, right? We're all doing our best. And I think if we look at our relationships that way, it softens us to the, the instant negativity that sometimes it's so easy to go to. Sometimes second chances are the best thing and sometimes they're not. And sometimes you won't know until you try it. You have a say in all of your relationships. The best relationship you'll have is with yourself. And it's super, really, really, really important to learn how to navigate yourself gently. Don't listen to what everybody else is telling you. Decide for yourself. And I think this goes in any, any area of your life, in anything in general. Don't listen to what everyone else is telling you. Decide for yourself. Learn how to self-soothe in a positive way when things aren't going as planned. And always be honest. In every relationship, always be honest. Okay, the next one is career. So decide your ideal career and work towards that. Decide what that looks like for you. And, and where you're at today maybe isn't ideal, and that's okay. But decide what it looks like for you in the future. And move, I talked about this in the financial section, but move towards self-employment. If that's appealing to you, of course. I'm not directing someone to do that if it doesn't. But move towards more flexibility if you're feeling constricted right now. Take classes to improve your skills. Teach yourself something new through research, through reading, watching videos, free online courses. There are so many online courses that you can take for free to learn something new. So try it. See where it takes you. Have the conversation about your job you've been putting off. Advocate for yourself at all times in your, in your career. Ask for a raise. Document your accomplishments throughout the year so you, so you easily have the list when you do an annual review. Find a mentor. Leave the job if you're unhappy. Buy clothes and shoes you feel good in while at work. Oh, there's nothing worse than being in a, like stiff clothes or heels that are too high or pants that are digging into your stomach, right? Buy clothes and shoes you feel good in while you're at work. Make a list of your career highlights and look at those when you're having a bad day. Set intentions daily while you're at work. Try a new route to work. I, I used to do this a lot when I was driving to work because I would just drive a different way. It gave me a different perspective. It, it got me out of that daily grind. So try a new route on your way to work. Approach a problem in a new way and be open to what is revealed. Don't take everything personally. Find ways to bring creativity in your day. Even if it's something small as like writing in a, a purple pen or putting stickers on your notebook, right? Find ways to bring creativity in, and I'll also add joy into your day. 
laugh more, right? You can have fun at work, even if it, if, if, if it doesn't maybe feel like it, but laugh more. And remember, whatever it is, is only temporary, right? It's only temporary. And no matter what, trust your gut. All right, next section is personal growth. Decide what personal growth means to you and work towards that. Learn something new. Challenge yourself. Don't give up if you don't get it right the first time or the 50th time or the 100th time. If it's interesting to you, keep trying. Set many goals for yourself. Reward yourself along the way. Get out of your comfort zone and get out of your box. If you guys remember back a year or so ago now when I did the dance competition, oh my God, this was, I wanted to do this so bad. I wanted it so bad, but I sucked at it. I sucked at first. I was bad. I didn't do good. I was in a competition and we totally fucked up on the first night and I was in front of like 200 people, but I didn't quit because my desire for this to learn was surprisingly greater than my, how bad I felt after messing up. So don't be afraid to keep going. Get out of your comfort zone. Get out of your box. Read inspirational stories about how other people have changed themselves. Have fun even if you mess up, right? It's just for fun anyway, so what's the big deal, right? After I got over myself with dance, that's what I ended up doing. I was like, well, this is what it is. This is who I am, and I'm going to have fun with it. Look at everything as a learning experience. Try again and again and again, and then try one more time. Don't take it too seriously. Get really curious about things, especially when you're learning something, right? Like as, as adults, I think we're afraid to put ourselves in situations where we may, where, where we're beginners. So it's really easy to never try something new. And then we lose that like spark. We lose that creativity. We, we lose that excitement in living. So get curious about things and learn more about the first thing that comes to mind when you're listening to this, okay? So whatever it is, as I'm talking through this, learn more about whatever comes to mind to you that sounds interesting. Okay, the next one is spiritual. So decide what spirituality means to you and work towards that. It does not mean have to mean religion. It does not have to mean anything that is any other person's definition. It gets to be your own definition and what that means to you. And that even means if you grew up in a very strict environment, religious environment growing, you know, as a child and your family has various beliefs about it, you don't have to have the same beliefs as they do. You can free yourself of that. You can take your power back on this topic any way you choose. So decide what spirituality means to you and work towards that. Practice affirmations. Decide how you want your life to go. Then visualize the life you want and think of that. Think of that often. Think about it every day if you can. And then write it down. This is how I changed my life. I decided how I wanted my life to go and then I wrote it down. Trusting the universe along the way. And it wasn't always easy as I've expressed to you over the years on this show. But it happened. I did it. And you can do it too. Set a daily spiritual practice. Don't be afraid to change your mind as you grow spiritually. It's totally okay to change your mind. Talk to others about it or don't, right? If you're, if you're, if, if other people aren't open to what your, you know, your thoughts about it, then you don't have to talk to them. Find like-minded people to connect with. Read books and then challenge yourself with what you learn by reading books that say the opposite. Be open to how things get answered for you because they often, the answers to the things we want often do not come in the way that we think they're going to. But I think it's important to recognize when they do come because then you can start to see the power of your own intentions and the power of your own self when you focus on that. Listen to that voice in your head that's gently suggesting a new path for you. Don't assume the worst. 
and try again. Okay, the last one is, I'm calling this living life or, or fun, right? It's, it's what you get to do. You know, some of these other things feel more like, you know, part of just being a human, but this is where you get to actually break free, I feel like, and, and decide, again, decide what that means to you. Decide what you want to do in your life and what's fun for you, right, and work towards that. I've talked about this before. I have a list in my other room in there, and it's it's not a bucket list, but it's just my – I. I've decided if I write things in this list that they're going to happen. So there are things I want to do through my life. So it's, you know, it was things like learn how to dance. It's learn Spanish, which I'm doing right now, you know, traveling to different places, um, you know, various things that I've, that inspire me. So create a list like that and then start to work on that list, right? Work towards your goals. Instead of spending time doing the things that we don't want to do, when we have the free time, we should spend that time working on the things that inspire us or, or drive us or excite us, right? And you maybe won't know that until you write it down. Buy yourself some flowers. Do some gardening. I just bought an arrow garden. I'm telling you, this thing is amazing. It's it's a little contained unit where you can grow herbs, lettuce. I They have tomatoes. Like it, It's all self-contained. Their little pods come already in there. It's an amazing little thing. Read a good book you've been putting off. Draw something, paint, paint something, or just get creative in general, right? Do something creative. Learn a new language. Take a class on something totally random just for the fun of it. Like I took a class, it's been over a year ago now, but it was on uh, like creating, you made like this little clay pot, right, with a little plant in it. And I don't know, just things like that, right, that are just kind of random things but end up being a lot of fun. Plan a trip, try a new hobby, get creative in some way, in some way, whatever that means for you. Expand your circle of friends. Expanding your circle of friends will help you learn new things. It'll help you um, also be exposed to things that maybe you never would have been exposed to before that can then also lead to inspiring you. Talk with older people about life in general and use that as a way to decide how you want your life to go. Decide what's important to you. Never quit learning. Make fun the priority. Smile more. Pick a few things that scare you to do in life and then do them. Don't be rigid about when it happens. Just let it unfold. Relax more and then do it all over again, right? We're never going to finish anything. We're, we get to keep, we just go until we go, right? So do it all over again. Okay, so that was the list. I, I think it was roughly 150 ways to take your power back right now. So I hope you found some inspiration in this. I hope you found some, um, you know, like I talked about, pulling that energy back into yourself, plugging those holes up and being in yourself and sure of yourself. And, you know, my, man, my mantra is, as of late, I am a sovereign being and I create my rea reality. If that works for you, feel free to use it. But the point of all of this is no matter what the chaos is going on right now, we don't understand all the, all the time the purpose of it. But no matter what the situation is, we can take our power back. We do have that ability. And this, this list today, the intention behind all of this was to help you find small ways to do that. Because I found in my own life when I do find these small ways that the momentum builds in that direction that I want it to go, right? It, it builds in that positive direction and I feel a million times better. So my intention is the same happens for you. All right, so that's it for our show this week on 150 ways to take your power back right now. If you know somebody who is struggling, please share this podcast with them as well so they can be inspired and 
start to get out of their own head, hopefully, and uh, start to feel better as well. Okay, so I've talked a couple past couple of weeks about these reality management videos I'm doing and how I was having such a hard time with BitChute and I'm moving over to Gab. I am also having a hard time still getting upgraded on Gab so that I can upload the videos. So that's on hold right now, but it will be done hopefully soon, as soon as I can get the Gab issue worked out. Um, I've also, you know, I, I'm really active on my Telegram channel. If you're not in Telegram, uh, please go to the show notes there and you can link directly to the channel. Uh, I, I do post a lot of stuff in there. there. There is the option to do comments in there so we can chat in there. I really love that format. I'm just not finding, outside of Telegram and Gab, I, I'm really not finding any other platform right now that I enjoy using that, again, falls in line with what I believe about social media as far as censorship and such. So my two primary places to find me are Gab and Telegram. And all of that is linked in the show notes. Also, don't forget my course, 33 Days of Magic, is a great, great blueprint to start 2021 with. So if you haven't been to that site, if you're not familiar with it, you can visit 33daysofmagic.com. And what this does, it really allows you to to take what you learn in this show one step further and apply, apply it in your own life. So, and you can also find out more on my website, sloanfremont.com. All right, so that is, that's really it for this week. Remember, question everything, trust yourself and find your truth.